Hello, everybody. This is Manoli here with Manoli's Musings. Um, I'm sitting in my living room, so I'm going to try to keep it down. Uh, even though my mother will be awake uh, probably very soon here, she likes to get up at the crack of dawn. You know, I don't know why at some point in my life, but you see, I, I feel like it comes from a place of, you know, that's quiet. It's quiet in the mornings. It's also quiet at night, but then again, she can't really afford to sleep until noon. So I, I take the night shift as she takes the morning shift. And a lot of the times we see each other on our way out, you know, as we're, you know, the changing of the guard, as it were. Um, yeah, so I'm back home in Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina. What's going on, Charleston? Um, yeah, I, I'm officially graduated from the University of South Carolina, Darlamore School of Business, Honors College, all that stuff, all that jazz. It was, uh, oh, I don't mean to brag here. Uh, it was uh, a great experience. I mean, you only caught the tail end of it, but I have no complaints, really. No complaints. It was a great school. You know, I, I got to do the program I wanted, international business. Uh, I got to sing. I, I grew as a, as a professional. I grew as a singer. I grew as a person, I, I think. So I'll go back to my old ways. Uh, no, I think I've... I think it was really a rewarding college experience. Not to get all emotional on you. Um, no. But, yeah, it was great. Uh, I got to do everything I possibly wanted. I, I was in the operas. I put on a recital. I wrote a senior thesis. I, I, you know, I, I was in great classes with good professors most of the time and great students most of the time. Um, and, uh, yeah, great social life obviously uh you know going out and seeing people out and dancing and all that fun stuff and of course the football games and the the free concerts and all the events and all the singing and the dancing and the the cheering and the yelling and the screaming and the tears as well the tears that came uh no i don't think i uh, and there weren't many tears if if at all um because I had such a great time. And, you know, I can't thank the university enough for, for, uh, those, these past four years. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a hell of a ride. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. So, but I think the last time I did a solo episode, it was the day before graduation. So let's just start there with the, with the graduation. Um, I don't think it's settled in yet. I, I feel like I'm back on, on summer vacation, but there is no summer vacation. Actually, there's a little one. I don't start working until late June. So I have a little bit of a break, uh, about a month. But well, more than a month, actually. It's about six weeks. Uh, anyway, I, I, you know, nobody cares about that. What am I, I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, so graduation, it was Friday May 6th at 3 o'clock at the Colonial Life Arena. I'll never forget it. You know, which is really convenient because I can walk there. It's like a five-minute walk. Um, yeah, that was great. Uh, I live right there. Or I lived. <gasps> past tense. I lived right there. That's where my apartment is. Um, yeah, uh, it was a great time. 
uh, I think. I was kind of in a daze. I don't know. It was like a lot of stuff I had to do. Me and my family, that we took pictures before graduation. So I was running around town in my garb with the cords. And by the way, okay, so, okay, I had like, I have an honor cord. I had international business cord. And I had a medal for graduating with the, from the honors college, okay? I graduated magna cum laude. And I know my, I, you know, my father wants me to mention that, so I'm going to mention it. Because he's very proud, and I, you know, I'm I'm happy to make him proud. Uh, yeah, magna cum laude, with great honors. Uh, not to brag, uh, but no. Uh, so yeah, I had an honor cord. I graduated international business. I had that cord, which is very pretty, by the way. It was like blue and red. Uh, that was probably the best looking one. And then I had my medal. So I'm going to turn up the audio here because it sounds really muted, and I'm not going back. That was five minutes worth of material. Enough, okay? Enough. Enough. Um, yeah, so I had, I, had, I had three things, and I think that was more than enough, okay? It got the message across. I had some decoration. Some of these people, I swear, they, I, I think they bought these cords, and I'm, no, I don't have no proof for this, except for the person that told me that uh, they donated to a scholarship, and they got a cord for it. Uh, other than that, I have no proof for this, so, and so this is off the record here. Uh, but I think that they they sought out ways to get more regalia, or is it regalia? I don't know, for their graduation because that eight seconds of walking across the stage, they really wanted to show off that they were very involved. Um, oh, man. I mean, they had some of these people, I swear, they had like 20 chords. They couldn't hardly walk straight. Manoli, why are you doing this? I don't know. I don't know. It just, it looked bad. It looked like over the top. I don't know. I mean, taste people. Taste. Pick a couple. That's all you need. And some of the people, they walked across, they didn't have anything on it. I thought that was great. They graduated too, baby. They were there. They made it. And then, yeah, I, it was some drunk idiot, like two seats down. He wouldn't stop running his mouth through the whole time. Which, during the names, was fine. I don't care about that, because who's listening to that anyway, except for when I heard my friend's name. I was like, oh! Yay! Uh, so-and-so. I was happy for them. And I was happy for them. I, I love my friends. You know, they're very good to me. They put up with a lot of my nonsense. Um, so, yeah, everybody who I graduated that day, if you heard me, I, you did not hear me because I was very subdued. Yeah, everyone else, their, their family was like, Oh, yeah! Yeah, Stephen! Yeah, Chad! Yeah, Stephanie! I'm like, what? I'm good. God, it's like, it's like you think you're the only person that did that at the graduation? I, I was happy my family did not do all the hooping and the hollering. I was like, yeah. Yeah, we have. We... We respect the proceedings, okay? <laughs> Why don't you lighten up, Manoli? I don't know. I I, I think I, I go back and forth. It's like like the drunk guy next to me bothered me, and he was he was like downing mini bottles throughout the whole thing. Uh, that bothered me, but then the people that were like all rigid and all official, they bothered me too. So I don't know. Maybe it's just everything bothers me, in a, in a way. I don't know. No. Not everyone bothered me, but the majority of the people I, I was very happy for. I watched them. You know, they waved to the camera. They did the little spurs up. They, uh, you know, they did. They they pumped their fist or they 
I did a little salute. I felt like Indiana Jones or something, or maybe Han Solo. I do a little, just a little nod, you know, a little finger, finger off of the forehead. Not like a military salute, just a little. <laughs> and I did the spurs up. I did something. Yeah, you got to have some flair. Otherwise, he just, you know. My father was, like, coaching me along. He's like, all right, you got to do this, this, and this. I'm like, okay, I'll take some of that. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I was excited to graduate, but my family were really excited for me, which is great. I mean, I, I love it. I was I was proud to make them proud. Um, no, it was it was a fun time. It was really long. Um, yeah, I don't know. By the time it was over, I was I was ready to go. A lot of people just walked out after the name was called. I couldn't because I had to go take pictures in the green room with uh, with some people, uh, which I was very happy to do. But I couldn't leave after my name was called, which, you know, I was in the S's. Um, well, look at me. I'm about to dox myself here. Oh, who cares? Um, uh, I was, yeah, so I was towards the end. Well, now what they did was they had, it was the business school, me. It was like nursing, public health, um, one other, one other group went before us. Maybe I think it was pharmacy. Maybe uh, that wouldn't make sense. I don't know who it was. I need to find the program. Um, but the, the point is that it was like twenty one hundred students. Uh, most of them were for the business school because you know Darlamore School of Business is one of the best, if not the best, around. You're the best around. Nothing gonna ever take you down. You're the best around. Nothing. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> you see where my mind goes, people? I just, I can't, I can't stop. This is why I have to talk to you. And then, you know, if you disagree with me, I can't hear you. So it's, it's really a win-win for me. Um, yeah, so three hours later, I felt so bad for my little brother, the poor kid. He just turned six. He turned six on May 3rd. And then... Three days later, he had to go sit through three hours worth of names being called. I I don't know what he was doing the whole time. I saw some footage of him. He wasn't happy. Uh, he made it very well known that he was not happy that he had to go to the graduation. I think he said that it, it ruined his life. Uh, yeah, that that's really tough. You have to have your life ruined at six years old. I'm like, hey, man, I don't really want to go either. <laughs> no, I wanted to go. It's just I understand his, his frustration. Um, his, he, he's, uh, you know, he's six years old. He, he, has, he has no filter. Um, he, he really doesn't. But overall, I, I had a good time at graduation. It was nice seeing a lot of my friends. You know, I, I forgot, like, how many people I knew I was graduating with. It was really something. Um, and people that I wasn't necessarily in the same program as, but were also graduating that day because I knew a lot of people from the School of Public Health. I knew a few in nursing and whatever the first one was. I honestly can't remember who those people were. Uh, but it was, a, it was a great time. The president, Pastides, he gave a wonderful speech. Um, you know, he, he, you know, it was really something. He was on my show, and then he was given the speech at commencement. It was honestly very rewarding to see that. And I saw him on his way out, and he gave me a fist bump because he's just that guy. He's a really cool, cool fellow. I really was very happy to have him there. Um, but, yeah, uh, 
What else did I like? I liked the whole thing, pretty much. I liked going across the stage. It was fun. I didn't trip. I, I didn't see one person trip, and then I saw a video later. Somebody did fall, which it was very hard to fall because it was there were no stairs to negotiate. You just you walked up. I said hello to my friend that was playing in the band. I was talking to the guy next to me. You literally go walk up. It's very hard to get lost. I mean, it's very easy. I'm sorry. It is very hard to get lost. You see what I'm talking about? I can't speak. And I have a podcast. You see the irony here? You see what's going on? It's because I'm trying to be quiet. I don't want to. My father's going to come down. He's going to be like, what's going on? And I'll be like, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to talk to my fans. Um, oh, my father loves the show. Uh, anyway, it, it, my point is, is that you gave him a name card. You walked up a ramp. You fist bump the dean because they don't want people shaking hands because of COVID. You do your thing. You know, you, you applaud yourself. You, you pump your fist in the air. You, you, you gave a shout out. You say, hi, mom. Or you, some people, they had a mini bottle. They downed it. Or they took a selfie on the stage. You know, whatever your, your stick was, you do it and you walk off. And the next thing is called. And that's it. That's what it comes down to, people. That's your whole college career. Your whole, really, your whole academic career for most people who don't, you know, who don't go beyond an undergrad, a bachelor's or an associate's, whatever it may be. Um, that's really the, the culmination of basically your whole life to this point. Um, it's like eight seconds. You walk across the stage and then you're done. You walk down the ramp. Yeah, I, I saw my family, so I, I stopped and I did some kind of uh, Russell Crowe and Gladiator, you know, arm thing. Are you not entertained? Uh, I said something to him. My father has it all on video, so it'll be preserved forever. Uh, yeah, and then I went back to my seat and most people left um, after the name was called, which, I, I, again, I really can't blame him. I couldn't leave because I, I, I didn't have a choice, which was fine. I was happy. I was happy I didn't have a choice because it meant that I got to go take pictures with some special people. Um, yeah, but it was fun. It was fun. That, that was all my 22 years of life so far were summed up on that day. So that book is closed and the new one is open. I got my offer letter officially. I know I've known where I'm going to go work for basically since the end of the summer, uh, they told me they wanted to have me back, and I was, you know, thrilled with that, which made senior year a lot <laughs> less stressful because I wasn't job searching, and I really like where I'm going to end up. And uh, they they sent my offer letter the day of my graduation, the morning of my graduation. It was like the last thing on my mind that morning. I looked at my email, I'm like, oh, all right, well, I'll sign this. And I think I signed it while I was waiting for my name to be called. The Magic of the Internet. You can just sign a document with the touch of your finger. Yeah, it's beautiful. You don't have to send it back. It already sent. It said, your offer letter has been signed and received and completed. And here's a record for you. I'm like, huh, look at that. Of course, it did go to my school email, so I don't know how long that's going to 
Actually, I do know. I'm being facetious. Look, you see what I'm doing here? I'm trying to act like there's a conflict here, but there's nothing because I already know the answer because I looked it up. You see? The power of Google. I get to keep my my email for like a year after I graduate, but by that point it won't matter because I've, I've already switched everything to, I don't know, whatever other email I'm going to use. Oh, what time is it? Oh, it's almost 2 a.m. Look at this. You see, I got bored. I've been watching so much TV. I'm like, I can't possibly watch another episode of Big Brother 10. I just can't do it. And The Wire, I, I don't have the mind the mind focus to watch it right now. What else am I going to watch? What, what, what else have I been watching? I watched something else. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hell's Kitchen. I'm not in the mood for that. So I decided to talk to you people because uh, your boy is leaving. This is it, baby. No, I'm kidding. Uh, he, I, am going on vacation on Friday. I will be in Europe. I will be on a cruise that leaves out of Rome and goes to Greece for 10 days and stops on in Naples on the way back. Uh, so you may not hear from me for... About two weeks, which, you know, I'm going to bring my microphone because sometimes I wish I had it and I don't. And, uh, but I don't anticipate recording an episode because uh, I'll be in Greece. So, yeah, I mean, uh, as much as I love y'all, I, I really, truly do. I, I don't think, I, I really don't anticipate me doing this while I'm over there. But, you know, I may, I may have some downtime and I may surprise myself. You never know. Um, I'm very excited to go. Me, it's just me and my father. My father. Uh, yeah, it'll be fun. I'm excited. I really am. I really am. Uh, but yeah, what happened at this? Yeah, so graduation happened. Take pictures. We go to dinner. My little brother is annoyed with me because he's mad at me because I had graduated. <laughs> and he had to sit through it. So that was fun. Uh, yeah, so I did the whole thing. And then a friend of mine, uh, Tiz, she texted me. She said, she's, we're having a little get-together with friends and family. And her place, her, Nikki and Tiz, both good friends of mine, their place is like literally across the street from the restaurant. So I'm like, oh, this is great. I'll just walk over there and I say hi to the people. Lo and behold, uh, my phone dies as soon as my parents, they're like, I told them, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to Nikki and Tiz's and I'll, uh, y'all have a great night. Thank you for coming to graduation. They're like, well, you wouldn't have missed it for the world. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I still have to thank you. Um, <laughs> and they, uh, they left. So my phone dies literally as soon as they pull off. So I'm like, well, this is bad because I don't know how to get into their building. And I have no way to get in contact with anyone now. So what am I going to do? So. I did, I felt like a kid in the 80s movie, and I threw sticks at their windows. <laughs> not like big sticks, just like, you know, little twigs. Nothing that would have done damage. I'm not, a, I'm not an idiot. I didn't throw a rock or a, I don't know. I didn't throw anything that would have broken the window. I didn't do any damage to this building, okay? Nikki and Tiz, before you try to come after me and sue me for something I didn't do. It was enough to get the person. I saw someone sitting in the window. It was enough to get their attention. And they saw me. And I said, I'm like waving. I'm like, hey, I sent someone out. And they're like, they're like, 
call someone over there like, who is this kid? I'm like, hey. And so it's his, his mother. She's like, Manoli, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry, my phone died. I, I needed a combination. It's like, oh, it's XYZ. I'm like, all right. Go upstairs. They're like, what are you what were you doing down there? I'm like, I don't know. I was I was just trying to I was just trying to get into contact with someone. I need to charge my phone and I wanted to say hi to you people. Like, well, come on in, sit down. And I did. I did a whole routine, basically. It was like an episode of this just for a live studio audience. Um, yeah, so I did, all, I did all that. And my other friend was like, all right, we're meeting at so-and-so's house. You want to come by? I'm like, yeah, sure. I went there. And I got really tired and I went home. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, that was my graduation uh, experience. Uh, okay, so... Moving on, moving on, moving on. Uh, Saturday, I, I spent the whole day in town. I don't think it's. I don't think I was ready to accept accept the fact that I was no longer a college student. So, I did nothing all day. I think no, no, I didn't do nothing because I helped. I helped pack up a lot of my stuff. Well, I didn't help. I I packed up a lot of my stuff with the help of my parents. They graciously helped me, and I thank them for that. Uh, and I know they're listening to this because they're very proud of me and they listen to every episode and I love it. Well, maybe I should bring them on one day. I don't think they want to come on. Uh, maybe my dad would. I don't know. It would be interesting. And now introducing my father. Um, but yeah, we packed up our stuff and my little brother sat and watched SpongeBob on my couch, uh, which was great. And I'm very happy that he likes Spongebob because I love Spongebob, as I've said. And uh, I think it's a genius show, at least in its in its prime. Uh, so, yeah, so we did all that. And I went out and I went to the country bar. I didn't really give a chance to give it a proper send-off. I met my friends there. They had graduated that day. They had two more ceremonies with, uh, like, basically 2,000 kids at each. Um on Saturday and they had just graduated basically. So we were out and then I, I honestly, I was glad I went and I gave her the proper send up, but it felt really weird. It did. You know what it is? It's like, for me, if something bothers me or if something changes or if something, that's like a big shift in whatever it may be. I just, I'd like to ignore it, basically. Um, I don't know, because it's just easier that way. Uh, so, what am I talking about? If something bothers me, I like to ignore it. I like to tell you people about it. Uh, but, you know, in a, in a, in a, you know, I'm not talking to someone. It's just like, well, yeah, I just graduated college, and it's a great thing, but it's also a bittersweet thing. And uh, I don't really want to think about it, so I'm just going to rip the Band-Aid off and act like, you know what, it's over. So when I went out at my, you know, the place I I definitely went there the most this semester, uh, it was a weird feeling because I was like, well, this is coming to an end and I may never be here with these people again. And I didn't like that feeling. So I was like, uh, yeah, I'm not doing this again. Uh, it was great. You know, I, I used to, I went there a lot with the same two people. Well, actually, I had, well, 
You see, I'm I'm such I'm so popular. I had <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, well, I had two guys I went there a lot with with them, Parker. Uh, I don't think they've ever listened to this show. Maybe they have. I, I wish they would. Uh, maybe they'll surprise me. I don't know. I think they did listen early on, but well, this is a test, okay? This is a test to see if they're really listening. Uh, Whit and Parker, if you're listening, let me know. <laughs> I don't care. Listen if you want to. Don't listen if you want to. I, you know, I do it. I do it for me. You know, I do it for y'all, but I also do it for me because I think it's fun. Uh, and I, I don't care if it's two thousand people who listen. I don't care if it's two people. I'm still gonna do it because I like it. Moving on. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, I had that last experience. I saw a lot of the the same people. My other friend that I used to go there with, their friends, my other kind of group, they they weren't there, so it was. Yeah, it was you know the one group, not so much the other group, but, you know, I did the line dances and I said, all right, that's it, I'm done. And the next day, I'm like, well, I'm not going to hang around here anymore because people keep leaving or they move back or they're going on vacation or whatever. And the people, the, the people I can go out with is dwindling. And I really would rather not have to suffer a slow death of my college career. So, you know what? I'm ripping the Band-Aid off and I'm saying, all right, that was it. College is over. It's over, people. It's done. And it's, it's a natural thing. And uh, so I drove home and I met, we did like a Mother's Day slash birthday dinner for my little brother at uh, one of those hibachi restaurants, uh, which I love, by the way. I, I love that. I love that place. Um, I've been going there my whole life, basically. I also have quite a few friends that work there, so it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, so we got, we went there, and yeah, so I drove back from school. I loaded up my car with as much stuff as I could get, and I drove down. Barely made it there. I went straight to the restaurant, um, and my little brother, my dad, they're like, "Oh, Manoli's here." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, I I told Ma I was coming," and they're like, "Well, you know you were coming." I'm like, "Oh, well, well, isn't it? It's your lucky day." It's your lucky day to be baptized in the Greek Orthodox Church. Uh, <laughs> I love that movie. I don't think I did that properly, but I, I really tried. Um, yeah, I got this weird, this weird accent. I don't know where it came from. People think I'm from New York, or they think I'm from not where I'm from. Uh, but yeah, I have I can do a Southern accent really well because that's what I've been surrounded by most of my life. Ain't that right? But other accents I have some trouble with. I had to do a British accent for a play one time. It was a freaking mess. I won't even demonstrate. I don't even remember, remember my lines. I had to play a drunk guy, which I knew nothing about because I'm a, you know, I, I don't, I, I, uh, I, I, my hobbies are reading and writing and playing chess and bird watching. So I would know nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> Am I convincing you? Um, so we sit down at the hibachi place. I mean, the food. I mean, the food that they give you at these places. I'm not complaining. I love it. You sit down. It, they take your order. I got filet and shrimp. That's all I need. That's all I could ever ask for. Filet and shrimp. Is there anything better than that? I don't know. Um, anyway, that's what I ordered. 
you know, I love it because they bring you the soup, which I love. I love the soup. That might be my favorite part of the whole thing. Then the salad, the salad, uh, which is eh, salad. He used to put cucumbers in there, but I guess there's a, I don't know what's going on. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> and they, they, we, it took a while for us to get seated. So they offered to send us some free sushi. So we said, uh, yeah, sure. And we, I think me and my dad, we got a free drink out of it. So, <laughs> you know, if they offer, we take, um, you don't turn down free stuff. You never turn down free anything. It could be a free trip to Peru. It could be a free Biscoff. It could be a free pack of pretzels. It could be a free, I don't know, uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should start charging you people. Oh, that would go well. Find some way to make money off of this. I swear, I, I, I will. I almost dropped my computer. That would have put me out. That would have been bad, people. I'm sitting in this chair. I have no way to easily do this. I'm gonna have to find a different setup. This is not gonna work, but for, it's gonna work for now because I'm determined to get this over with. Not get it over with. I love talking to you people. I really do. It it warms it warms my soul. It really does. Now I love those hibachi places. Um. Yeah, the soup and the salad. You know, they put the, they give you a little appetizer shrimp, they call it, which tastes different from the regular shrimp. And I still don't know what they do different with it, but it's definitely different. And I actually think the appetizer shrimp tastes better than the regular shrimp. But, you know, I digress. I, I don't make the rules. They give you the little shrimp. They give you the, the vegetables, the zucchini and the onion. And they give you that huge thing of rice. You have the sauce. I used not to eat the sauce, but then, you know, the sauce, it, it, everyone falls victim to it. Um, and then you get your entree, and then it's it's more than enough food. I ain't eat the whole day beforehand because I knew I was going to have a feast. And, uh, yeah, it was great. I had, I had leftovers for the next day. And, you know, what could you ask for, really? Say so that was Sunday. Mother's Day. And then uh, Monday, 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 what did I do? Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I've been watching TV. I've been playing the new Lego Star Wars game with my little brother, Leo, because he, he's about to actually pass me in the game, which is really something because I've had it longer than he has. Uh, but anyway, um, he, uh, yeah, he, he, he's enjoying it. I love it. I think it's great. Um, I, you know, I'm 22 years old, but Lego Star Wars video game is really something I enjoy. And it, that's never going to change. I remember when the first game came out back in 2005 in anticipation of Revenge of the Sith, which was the first Star Wars movie I saw in theaters. I was five years old. I remember I, I was so excited. And the opening of that movie is probably, oh, I don't know if it's the best in the saga because the opening of New Hope is just perfect. But it's it's either that or it's either Revenge of the Sith or A New Hope, because you see the two starfighters, Anakin and Obi Wan, and they're going. And John Williams he does this this drum, the he does the timpani, and it's like boom, 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 and they they go over a cruiser, Republic Venator, because I know all the details now because I'm I, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. They they fly over a Venator. 
and they go over and it's this huge battle, the Battle of Coruscant, the biggest battle in Star Wars history, basically, at least in New Canon. Um, and you have, uh, it's chaos and it's just a great opening. I mean, you don't even have to watch the whole movie, just go watch that scene if you really want to see like what, you know, George Lucas, you know, he, he made some interesting choices in the prequels, but we, he, he, Revenge of the Sith, the special effects in that movie and just the scale of it is really something. And then the, the animated series that was before the, the new Clone Wars, which, they, which I say new, it premiered in 2008 and it got wrapped up uh, two years ago. Uh, they used to have a, a mini series that was 2D animated and it was on Cartoon Network and that was Clone Wars. And they, they did a great job bridging the gap between episodes two and three. And I, I don't know which one I like better. I, I love the best of the new Clone Wars. I mean, there's a lot more material. It's, I mean, the old Clone Wars, you could basically watch it in one sitting. It's basically like a two and a half hour movie. But the, it's really entertaining. I mean, the action is the best I've ever seen in Star Wars, I have to say. Uh, it's just a really visceral experience. You really feel like the scope and scale of the war. Now, the 2008 Clone Wars, the 3D animated version, which is now canon. Um, wow, I'm really going into this. This is not on the agenda, people, but I'm going to go into it because it's something I want to talk about. The new Clone Wars is good. The best of it is probably, well, I don't know. It's very different. It's more story-driven, more character-driven. Um, it's not so much of it. The old one was more of an experience, and I, I like I like that better because I, I'm more of a. I don't know. I just like that one better. But I like the new one too when it's at its best because there's some really bad episodes in that one in that series too, which is to be expected. It ran for seven seasons, uh, but the best of it is really freaking good. I mean, the last like arc, that's how they did it basically was arcs. Uh, the last four episodes is some of the best Star Wars I've ever seen. Really, really good. Really good. Go, I mean, you don't even have to watch the, the rest of the series. Just go watch the last four episodes of that show if you haven't seen it. It's absolutely phenomenal. Definitely the best arc of the series. But I digress. Okay, enough, Manoli. You've been a nerd for five, the last five minutes. Um, yeah, well, you know, I love Star Wars, okay? I, I'm not afraid to say it. But I hate the fans. The fans are so bad. They're really bad. They complain about everything. They think they're entitled to everything. You know, I like the new Lego Star Wars game, but everyone has to complain. Oh, they didn't have this character. Oh, this character doesn't have any voice lines. Oh, they should have had this ship. They should have done this. They should have done that. You should have had a mission here. It's like, is it, when is, when is it enough with you people? What, like, seriously. I mean, you could spend hours upon hours on that game. I barely scratched the surface of it. My little brother's about to pass me because I've been busy. I've been watching TV instead of doing that game because, I don't know, I'm on, my, I'm on the TV mood. Even though I just spent the last five minutes talking about a game and Star Wars, but that's my life. This is my life. But yeah, little, little brother Leo's having a great time with the new Star Wars game. He loves it. I love it. So I think, yeah, if you're at all interested in that, if you have any nostalgia for the Lego Star Wars games that came out when, when you know, when my generation was young, they did, what did they do? They did the prequels first. That was 2005. That was the first Lego video game, basically. 
And they did the original trilogy, and then they did the complete saga. And that was like it for a long time. They had a third one that was the Clone Wars based off the newer animated series, but I had it. I didn't really get into it. And I think it's fine, but... And then the new game is all nine main main movies, the Skywalker Saga, as it's called. Uh, yeah, fun game. They did a great job. They have a lot of uh, obscure references in there. Yeah, it's good. And uh, I've basically been doing nothing, so I've been helping them with that and watching TV and, you know, eating... Eating my mother's wonderful cooking. <laughs> it's great. Although I, I will say this. Uh, some things, I, I looked at my agenda now because I, I went off the rails here. Which I usually do, by the way. But, you know, when inspiration strikes, you have to go with it. Uh, okay. You know, I, I know I've talked about LinkedIn on this show. And I, maybe I'm starting to sound like a broken record. But my goodness gracious. The things that people have... What, what is this? Oh, the, you know, it's why am I getting emails at two fifteen in the morning? What is going on? Um, but the LinkedIn—I mean, the things that people put on, the things that I've seen in the past. Oh gosh, oh, how do I want to phrase this? Because, yeah, I'm guilty of it too. Yeah, I posted some graduation pictures. What do you want from me? I think that's fine. I, you know, I didn't have, uh, you know. Uh, the photographer, the New York Times, come down and do it, which nobody I know did, but it seems like they did. But the big deal that they made about it, the, the special effects that they had, and the this and the that, and oh, I'm going to get myself in trouble here. Uh, no, I, I had my family take the pictures, and you know, some of them, enough of them turned out fine, and I used those, and it worked. But LinkedIn has gone nuts, so because people, I mean. It's one thing to post that you graduated, which I'm going to do, by the way, because it's expected of me, and I feel like I have to, and I feel like I owe it to shout out my school because uh, they were really good to me, and I want to celebrate them. Uh, so, yeah, I'll do that. But uh, some of these people have listed every single achievement that they've, okay, the alarm is talking to me. What is going on? This is what I hate about being back home. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say hate. That's a strong word. I severely dislike the alarm because it talks to me. Because it says that I'm saying, it, the catchphrase is like, hello, tuxedo. No, it didn't even work that time. So I said the right word. And uh, it didn't respond that time. But it, every time something else is said, it thinks that I'm talking to it. Um, hey, alarm, shut up. How about that? Um, watch, it's going to start going off here. If that happens, can you hear that? Um that would be hilarious. What was I saying? I don't know. The, the LinkedIn people, it's like, oh my. Oh, all right, already. Enough. So you post your picture. It don't post 20 of them like some people have. Post a picture. Say you graduated summa, magna, laude, you know, all of that stuff. Please put that out there. I, I love it. Thank your college, you know, Darlamore or Arnold School of Public Health, whatever it is, don't give me bullet points on every single achievement in your life. I really, I mean, what is this now? Is this really the competition? Is it a competition now to see how, how, how many things you could list? Some people, they had like, they like put an emoji for every achievement. It was like, uh, well, I submitted my senior thesis. Well, guess what? So did I. Uh, I did. I did this. I did that. I was in this club. I was in that club. 
I I I rode my bike today. I uh I, I don't know any possible achievement that you could think of. It's like okay, uh, all right. I mean, I get it. You graduated college. You could just leave it at that. The other stuff is kind of implied. Uh, yeah, say you say you graduate magna cum laude. Say thank you to your school. That's really what it should be about. I don't know why. Why I have to read through uh, twenty two years of you know, you made the debate team and uh, you scored a touchdown and uh, yeah, um, I think that's enough. Say what your degree was. Say you graduated with honors, or don't say it if you didn't. Um, and uh, post your picture, and I really think that's enough. I, I don't need the bullet points. I mean, this one person, oh gosh, I, you know, this is, I feel bad, but I really don't, because it's really too much. This person put like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine bullet points. It's like a, it's like eight paragraphs of, of talking. It's just like, bro, really, really, are you trying to show off? Which I guess that's what LinkedIn's for. I don't know. I, I talk about this. Yeah, I'm gonna make a graduation post because I think I should, and I'm gonna make a post when I start my new job because I think I should, and I love my job. I love where I'm going to go work, and I want to talk about them because I love them. Um. But I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that. Uh, well, I was the lead in. I was a lead in the opera. I was. I did. You see that alarm's talking to me. I'm starting to get upset. And uh, I was this. I was that. And I did this. And uh, did you read my paper, my thesis? And did you see that I was? Uh, I uh, I got recognized for this, this, and this, and this, this, and that. It's like, all right, we get it. You're a good student. I'm very proud of you. Now, please, everybody, I have, you know, 8,000 other LinkedIn posts from students that are just like it. So, you know what I'm going to do, people? I'm going to wait. I, I'm going to wait. You know, why why jump in when everyone's already posting? I'm going to wait. I don't know. You know, it's going to go up. You know, the, the, the eight people that usually like my stuff are going to like it, and that'll be it. Uh, that'll be it because... Uh, you know what's funny about LinkedIn? And I've said this before. It's the only social media that shows you how many people looked at your post and how many people actually liked it. So I think one of my posts had like a thousand something views and like four likes. So, uh, yeah, I think that there's a, there's a lot of trouble to be had on LinkedIn. And obviously, because I've talked about it like three or four times on the show. Why does it bother you so much, Manoli? I don't know. I don't know. Why you still use it? Because I have to, basically. It, it is useful when you use it the right way. It, it's good for what you know for for what it's meant to be. But I digress. Um, something else, by the way, that bothered me was I'm not going to say the name of the singer because uh, I don't think that's productive. But I would like to say um, it was the worst opera performance, professional opera performance, you know, not, it wasn't one of these fake, you know, I'm sorry, not fake, but one of these, you know, classical crossover people like Sarah Brightman trying to sing Bellini. Uh, I don't even consider that an opera performance. I consider it something 
some other genre that really I, I really have no interest in talking about because uh, it, it doesn't exist in my book. What do they call it? Crossover? Yeah. Uh, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about an actual opera performance of a great opera, uh, Mozart's Idomeneo. And one of my favorites, and this alarm is chopping to me again, and I'm going to take my shoe and throw it at it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I can't do this anymore. Next episode, I'm moving to my room. This is crazy. Uh, I was listening to a performance of Idomeneo, which is a very difficult role to sing properly. There's a lot, there's one aria, Fuor del Mar, and in its full version, it's very, it has a lot of uh, coloratura, you know, melismas, you know, those long uh, vocalizes, you know, for people who may not know what I'm talking about. Just look up the aria as sung by Herman Jadlocker, Jadlocker, I don't know how to say it exactly, uh, and you'll get an idea, or Michael Spires, who sings it today. Very well done. Uh, look up either of those two versions and you'll understand what I'm talking about. But there's also a version of the aria for people who uh, can't really sing it as it's written. And there's a version for that. And, you know, if you really can't sing it, if you really can't sing the coloratura properly, you should probably just sing the simplified version. You know, it's not that it's not as a, much of a crowd pleaser that way, but at least you wouldn't be embarrassing yourself. Evidently, this person didn't know that there was a simplified version because, um, and, you know, they, they worked a lot. I hear a lot from this person. And it was just, uh, I don't know, uh, gargling at the dentist whenever they, they make you swish that stuff around. That's what it sounded like. It was just a mess. The coloratura was awful. Um, it was one big glissando, basically. It was like, oh, oh. it was like moaning, it was out of tune, it, it was just not good. And this person evidently thought that they were great, and they added a cadenza at the end, which is you know this big showy thing, because uh, I, I guess they thought that they sang it well. And uh, it kind of bothered me. Uh, bad singing bothers me, I have to say. Uh, if you can't sing proper coloratura, if you can't sing in tune, if you can't sing the right words at the right places, if you can't yeah, and I'm going to say, if you can't emote with your voice, um, it, it does bother me. And people are always like, well, opera is subjective. Singing is subjective. You know, this voice doesn't sound good to me. Uh, well, you know, you know what's not subjective? What's on the page? Uh, yeah. And if you can't sing what Mozart or Verdi or Puccini or Bellini, Rossini, Donizetti, Monteverdi, Handel, whoever it may be, if you can't sing it properly, you shouldn't sing it, okay? If you can't sing in tune, why why are you singing these very difficult things? Go work on your technique and come back. There's no shame in that. And everyone has an off night. Hey, I'm a Gwyneth Jones fan, okay? And I love her. I love her to death. But, you know, and Gwyneth, if you're listening, please, I love you. Come on the show. She's not listening. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, she, you know, she had her off nights. Maria Callas, you know, her, later on, you know, it wasn't the same instrument. She's my favorite. Um, yeah, everyone has their thing. Ella Moser was not the same after the 70s. She's one of my favorite singers. Everyone, my point is, is that 
there's a difference between putting out an honest effort, giving it your all, and, you know, sometimes the voice just doesn't cooperate. Pavarotti, his Met debut, he cracked horribly in La Boheme. It happens. I've heard Franco Corelli crack. I've heard great singers mess up, and it's just an app, that's just a part of singing. But more often than not, they did it the right way. But if you... There's a difference between an honest mistake and being lazy. And if you can't sing what's on the page, if you can't sing a trill, then why are you singing arias that have trills? If you can't sing a coloratura run, why are you singing coloratura? If you can't sing a high note in tune, why are you singing very high arias? It doesn't compute to me. Because for me, every time I mess up, it drives me crazy. I remember every mistake I ever made singing. Because I think it's... I, I, I try to honor the composer. I really do. It's not about me. And that's what these singers need to realize is that it's really not about you. It's about a genius like Verdi or Mozart or Beethoven or Bach or Monteverdi or Bellini or Rossini. It's like, uh, yeah, or Puccini, also a genius. Bizet was a genius. Uh, it's about these, these guys because they're the ones, it's their vision. And we need to respect that. And, uh, yeah, so if you're an Electra in Strauss's opera of the same name and you can't sing a high C, then you probably should not be singing the role. Uh, and, yes, that's that's happened. I've heard Electras that skip the high C in Fasquelute Mousse because they can't sing it. Uh, kind of ruins, ruins the show. There's not another option there. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow, what am I? I'm, I'm really on. I'm on the roll today, but you know, I'm, I'm just letting it out there. Okay, I, I've had it with that with singers that you know they they give a horrible performance and then they're like, oh, yeah, I'm so great, I'm so great. It ain't about you. It's not about you. It's about the composer. It's about the character. It's about the drama. If you can't do justice to all three of those things, then you better hang it up. And that's where I'm going to leave that. But in the interest of good singing, um, uh, I was listening again to Mitredate Re di Ponto, a Mozart opera, which I really don't understand why it doesn't get more attention. Because I think it's great. Uh, the arias are fantastic. The characters are rich, most of them anyway. Uh, yeah. Once again, I'm plugging Mitredate. Go listen to that opera. Go watch it. Go do whatever you have to do. Actually, don't watch the Pinel version. I, I love Jean Pierre Pinel. But that, that version is a mess. It's like they cut like an hour and a half of music, which is ridiculous. Um, most of the singing is not very good. Uh, yeah, don't watch that one. Uh, if you're going to watch it, watch the DVD from the Royal Opera House, I think in the 80s with Bruce Ford in the title role. Go watch that one. Or watch videos of Michael Spires doing it because he's really fantastic. Or if you want to listen, listen to the recording by Leopold Hager, which is the one I was listening to, which is very good, uncut. Uh, the singers are great. Hager's conducting is a little anonymous. Uh, but otherwise, the singing is, for the most part, very, very good. I mean, it has Arlene Auger, uh, who was the ultimate Aspasia, please. It's not even close. Edita Grubarova, she's very good at Sifare. Uh Agnes Baltza gives one of my favorite recordings that she ever made as Farnace. I mean, really just a, 
a bravura performance uh, the fire and the energy that she brings i mean yeah <laughs> i'm very proud of her not only because she's a great greek lady but she's a fantastic singer and she really brings a lot to the role uh, yeah go listen to just her arias really really good um it doesn't even bother me that the her low notes are barely audible uh because the rest of the role was sung so fantastically, it really doesn't bother me that much, which is unusual for her anyway. I blame the thick orchestration. Uh, Hager just takes it, it's a little thick at times, and I think it kind of covers her up. Once again, it's a little monochromatic. Uh, it's kind of one dynamic the whole way through. I'm sorry, why am I blaming him? I don't know. It's just weird that, you know, usually she had no problem with the lower register, but for some reason, it's just a little low for her. I don't know, but otherwise she's perfect. Uh, and then Eliana Kotrubas as uh, is is Manny. Is that how you say it? I don't know. They say the names like eight hundred times. I should know by now. Uh, she's fantastic. She was is fantastic. She's a great singer, and I wish she got more attention. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna plug those those people in there. Uh, great performances by all. Really, really good. Um, yeah. Oh, what am I saying? I, I'm, I'm not trying to criticize, by the way, any of those singers. I love them all. And they, they do a really good job in that recording. And I think it's a shame that it's not more well-known. Uh, so, yeah, go listen to that. Moving on. Um, wow, I'm really being honest about the singing here. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I've, I try to play nice, but sometimes you kind of have to bring it out. You have to let it out, as Maria Callas said. Do you hear the ice machine? Do you see the noises that are coming on? This alarm's about to start talking to me again. I can feel it. Um, yeah, what else do I want to talk about? I don't know. I'm, I'm going pretty long this episode. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm building a lot of Legos because my little brother had his birthday. And, well, some of them uh, he needs help with. So I've been doing a lot of Legos, which I love, by the way. I listen to Bill Burr's show, which is, you know, I really like his podcast. I don't always agree with what he says, but I like what I like his show um, because I think it's funny. And he kind of inspired the format of this because I was having a hard time. I was like, well, I know I want to do a show. I don't know what I want to talk about. I, I felt like I had to pick one topic and stick to it. And then I listened to his show and he talks about everything. So I'm saying, <laughs> I'm going to talk about everything because I have a lot to say about a lot of things. And by the way, what is going on with my Dodgers? They dropped two games against the Pirates. This is unacceptable. It's unbelievable. I mean, losses happen, but you got to win the series, people. I mean, against the Pirates? Really? 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 Get your act together. You sweep the Giants, and you sweep the Cubs, and again, the Cubs aren't very good. Uh, my point is, is that Dodgers, I, mean, I don't know what's going on. Get it together, okay? Please. Please. I need something. I need y'all to do good. I really do. They'll be fine. What am I worried about? I don't know. I had to talk about something, right? But this is 55 minutes, and I think I hear some disturbance upstairs. I, I hope I'm not being too loud, so I'm going to wrap it up. But it was good talking to you. I have an interview in the archives that I can post. I have to edit it, but other than that, um, yeah, I don't know when's the next time I'm going to get to talk to you one-on-one. -on -one. So... It might be until, I know we get back on the 26th, so it might be, wow, about, about uh, 
what is that, two weeks? You may not see me for two weeks, people, but I know you'll make it, okay? I have faith in you. Stay strong. I love you, okay? And this has been another episode of Manoli's Musings. I thank you all for listening. I love you. Like and subscribe, all of that stuff. Share with your friends. Tell tell me about, I'm sorry, tell people about me. Tell them I want to talk to them too. I have some things to say to them, all right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's going to be it for me. And uh, I hope you have a great day, a great morning. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. Yeah, da, 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 da. Everything's going my way. Uh, and on that note, that is all. Thank you and goodbye.